everyone, it's Mike here. Um, if you or a loved one wants quality sports betting uh, and is looking for actively looking for a sports book, look no further. Just uh, text me or DM me, um, and I can help you out with that one. Um, so on the show today, we have a really good show for you. We have Sean McGonigal comes on the Fre- Subway Fresh Take Hotline to discuss his 3-0 start. Uh, and read the spreadsheet Nearman uh, comes on for the Domino's Dongley report, as well as some fiery power rankings. So without further ado, we're going to cue the intro. Welcome to the State of the Tent podcast, our third episode. I'm your commissioner, Mike Fiorelli, and joining me as always, it's Vincent Pace. Pace, how you doing? Doing well, Mike. Midterms <laughs> um, this week, you know, but I got to take some time out for the pod. Yeah, I hear you're on the grind. Uh, you know, big accounting test this week. So obviously, we wish you uh, luck with that. Um but always, always important to uh, you know take study breaks. That's a that's a crucial thing you have to do. You can't study yourself into the ground. Got to got to stay fresh. Got to take some breaks and uh, talk some fantasy. Am I right? Yeah, best lesson of the day for any kids listening. Um, <laughs> take study breaks. Yeah, they're, they're huge. Because when you come back, you know you'll be you'll be in that mindset. You'll be ready to get back after it and get back on the grind. Correct. Uh, get back on the grind, much like Tiger Woods did last week, winning the Tour Championship. Um, Pace, I think Tiger is back. Uh, Tiger, he was already back, in my opinion. He's been back, but uh, this just proved to all the haters that he's officially back. And um, you know, a little um, betting tip, uh, slam the USA Ryder Cup money line, because Tiger is leading them to a victory this weekend. Pace is going to go all in on the Team USA. Um, I'm pulling for Team Europe this year. Um, I saw an Instagram post. They did. They, they had a little photo shoot, and they did like a one serious, one goofy kind of uh, photo thing. And uh, I really like that. Chris Chris tagged me on that, and I enjoyed that. So uh, I'm all in for Europe. Yeah, the players are loose. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're goofing around. Of <laughs> course. Uh, having a great time out there. I mean, that might come to their advantage. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, you know what other players are goofing around pace? Uh, that would be my team. Um, I went to 0-3 last week, lost in Mike week. Uh, that one hurt. Yeah. Pace, you want to run us through the recap for week three? Yeah, so um, now that you brought it up, we'll just start um, with your team, the prime time matchup. Uh overhaul the roster for you after you put up a uh, 56 point performance against Chris uh, who changed his name to I'm patient, I diddle kids <laughs> which um, I would just like to say just completely proves that I am in Chris's head 7 days a week, 24 hours a day living rent free because I said absolutely nothing to him yet he changed his name and I don't even play him this week so I'm not really sure what that's about but Chris did win by a large margin against you, Mike. Um, I'm not even going to acknowledge this matchup anymore. 
because of because of that. Um, Mike made some changes. Um, fluke week. Got got to focus on Sean. So um, yeah, we're right along. In the in the words of the great Vincent Pace, uh, we're on to Lord Farquaad. Yep, I did say that after my season ended in week one. <laughs> and, um, now for the one PM matchups, uh, Goodell's convict, myself versus Big Bad Wolves. Um, count our first victory of the year against uh, Sprock Solid Jared team. Uh, you know, Mike, what did you see in this matchup? So uh, this matchup, uh, I really enjoyed Pace. Um, your team performed pretty well. Got some, uh, looks like Christian McCaffrey has turned that corner. Um, Matt Breida looks like a solid pickup. And uh, across the board, uh, pretty solid performances. You put up about 90 points. Um, it, was, it, was, it was a week where you needed a win, and you knew you needed a win, and you, you came in and you got the job done. Yeah, you know, uh, I like my team going forward. I mean, uh, you know, Larry Fitz had a rough week, but, you know, Josh Rosen's the quarterback now. Anything can happen. Jordan Edelman coming up off of suspension. Uh, Greg the legs getting healthy. Caffrey with almost 30 carries. You know, my team's on the up and up. Yep. So, to the next 1 p.m. game, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers versus Rumpelstiltskin. Uh, Pat scored the most points in the league. Um, I'm yeah. not really sure what that means. But yeah, he I don't know. It's He just kind of did whatever. Um, Ryan, you know, Ryan had some injuries to the running back position. Um, both starting running backs out. Greg Olson's still out. He's really fighting the injury bug here. Um, and he really just got, um, just got killed this week. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it's unfortunate for Ryan. You know, his team was looking pretty good. Um, and he's just been really hurt by these injuries. Got some good bench performances. Uh, that should be encouraging for him. But, uh, you know, he's got to turn it around. Now moving on to the 425 matchup in America's Game of the Week. It was the Collusion Bowl. Lord Farquaad, Sean McGonagall, who we'll be hearing from on the show later, uh, against Andrew Pinto and Donnelly in a really competitive matchup. Sean pulls it out by 1.1 points. Uh, Mike, what do you think of this matchup? Well, Sean just continues his dominance um, in the league. Um, most points in the league. Uh, his team just looks really, really solid. Um, some great running back play. Travis Kelsey um, looks really good. Uh, Andrew got a huge performance from Matt Ryan. That still wasn't enough to put him over the edge. Um, so, you know, moving forward, Sean is definitely a contender in the league, and uh, he's proven it week in and week out. Yeah, I mean, and you look at his bench, I mean, he got 17 from Crowell, 33 from Calvin Ridley. I mean, he's got a deep roster. Oh, wow, I didn't even see Ridley. From everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the rest of the league should be on notice by now of Lord Farquaad. Yeah, that's got to be um, really encouraging to see from Calvin Ridley. Uh, you know, he, he'll he be a keeper for next year for sure. Um, got him pretty late, I believe. So uh, that's got to be great to see if you're Sean for his, for his now and his future. A great value for Sean. Maybe, you know, he can make a trade and bring in uh, another superstar player uh, to just push himself even farther ahead. We'll see what he does. But, I, um, I, I think uh, Liam, yeah, I can see Liam trading for Calvin Ridley. I think, Liam will take any rookie. Yeah. I mean, he just doesn't, doesn't care about this season, which is why he <laughs> lost yet again to yes. Kevin. Uh, Kevin sucks at fantasy, but he now has two and one. So, I need to change the name soon. Um, rough week from Kirk Cousins for him. He had Evan Ingram get hurt, but it's still 
didn't stop him from taking down Lamb, who even after two solid running backs performances, surprisingly, wasn't even close. Yeah, and it looks like Lamb's team, that's kind of his ceiling, in my opinion. I mean, he got 13 from Alex Collins, 15 from Gio, um, and like, I mean, Michael Thomas maybe could have got a few more, but um, I mean, that's kind of Liam's ceiling there, so it's a little bit concerning. Amari Cooper, I'm not sure he's very good. Yeah, he's confirmed bad at football. Bad at football. That's my take. Um, he's a loser. Also a loser. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Kevin Kevin looks solid. Um, really rough week from Kirk Cousins. I'm sure he was not expecting that. Um, but other than that, the team looked really good. Um, he's going to have to look uh, somewhere for tight end with the injury to Evan Ingram. I don't know what he's doing for that, but um, I think he should be all right. Yeah, so um, that was week three in Elite 10. I'm going to do a quick little standings recap. Uh, if the season ended today, Lord <laughs> uh, Farquaad and Sean would be the number one seed with the first round by. Uh, Pittsburgh Feelers would get the other first round by. And it would be I Diddle Kids, uh, <laughs> Gong League, Sucker Fancy, and Uncle Stilski in the playoffs with myself, uh, you, Mike, Jared, and Liam on the outside looking in. But obviously, you know, still a lot of we're time gonna left. Say this every week, we're gonna say this every week. The season doesn't end today. It doesn't. It does not. We played three weeks now, but we also have ten weeks. Ten weeks. Four, left. Ten weeks. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> You're just gonna 11, count here. Twelve. All right, we're, okay. Thirteen, and then the playoffs. So, so we, it's not over. Plenty of time left. Yeah, yeah, we're in the hunt, and uh, I'm interested interested to see what's gonna happen. Um, with that, you know, we, you kind of have to start looking at that uh, the rookie uh, keeper trade deadline and the future pick deadline after week eight. That's going to start coming up on the horizon. So uh, people look look to start gearing up for that playoff run. Should be interesting. But we also got to talk about our minor league, uh, the D League. The D League, the D League, which stands for Dong League, actually. So, um, you know, this is a much-anticipated uh, Domino's Dong League report presented by uh, Reed Nearman. Welcome to the State of the Ten podcast, the Domino's Dong League report presented by Domino's. Uh, welcome to the podcast. How you doing today? Doing pretty good, Mike. <laughs> uh, Pace is also here. Who's here? Pace. Yeah, we're really excited uh, to have you here. Um, you know, so Reed, uh, how's your team doing in the Dong League right now? We see that you lost to one Colin Lynch last week um, in a pretty close matchup. So how are you feeling about the team? You know, I really think we're going to be able to turn it around. Like, just going off of last week, I was third in total points scored. So really, I just think that it was a poor matchup, and I really think that when I have some more uh, better matchups in the following weeks, I think I might be able to turn around the schedule a little bit, you know? All right. Yeah, I think for sure. Um, how do you feel about the play? What? Go ahead. How do you feel about the play of a one uh, who's been dubbed Ryan Fitzmagic? 
Um, how do you think he uh, played last week, and do you see him as your starter uh, for the long-term future? Um, no, I dropped him because my Bears <laughs> defense is going to tear him apart this week. So. <laughs> All right, so he is not yeah, the fair. answer. Yeah, yeah, no, he's done. He's done. My Bears <laughs> defense is going to tear him apart. Have Reed come on for like a stardom sit em segment. <laughs> I like it. Great. But the so according to Reed, the Fitzmagic has run out. It's tragic. So Reed, who are you playing at quarterback this week? Uh got my guy Bill Rivers back. Um Yeah, I don't know. I think he he should look pretty good this week. Alright, Reed paying tribute to Andrew with the <laughs> Philip Rivers pick. Yeah, your affili- do you, do you, how's your relationship with Andrew uh, and your affiliation? Um, do you guys talk about fantasy at all? How's that collaboration go? Um, you know, yeah, we, we talk a little bit. Um, generally, it's only like a little back and forth, maybe once a week. But, you know, it's usually pretty meaningful. So It's some good but dialogue. we still have a decent relationship. <laughs> you know, and that's what we're trying to do here in the uh, Elite Ten. Um, promote, you know, football is family, and that's that's been our motto for this year, and uh, we want to keep it up. So that that's great to see, Reed. Um, yeah, create lifelong bonds between yeah. you and your affiliate. That's the goal. Uh, we we do love it, um, Reed. You get a tough matchup this week with uh, Team Sophomore Slump. <laughs> I don't know why why he named his team that, and um, PJ, <laughs> P, my affiliate PJ Wicks. Um, who has a very, very good team. He put up uh, like 148 points last week. Um, how are you feeling with that matchup? Um, you know, I, I really do think that I could pull ahead in that one. It's definitely going to be a tough matchup. Um, yeah, you know, I could go through the players by players. Like, I, don't, I don't know. I think Rivers has potential to outscore Breeze. Mm-hmm. Hopefully Devonta Freeman comes back, and I might be able to get some points in that category. I really think Alex Collins is potential to outscore Hunt. I, I really just think in most of my matchups, there's really just potential there. Mm. Um, some, you know, it, anything could happen. I really don't. I'm not too pessimistic on my matchup this week, even though it's going to be pretty tough. Yeah, if, yeah, you know, if if you drop to zero and four here, um, that would that would be tough to overcome. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't be looking good. I mean, <laughs> yeah, let's see how things turn out. Hopefully Alshon comes back this week, too. That would be a tough decision to see if he would make it into my starting lineup. As of right now, I think he would, but we'll have to see. Wow. So, Reed, do you still think you're a contender at uh, 0-3? Um, well, Fantasy Pro says I have a 7% chance of making the playoffs. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so in, but in your opinion, I'm doing better than Matt McCarthy. It says that he has a four percent chance. So you know, <laughs> I will read you not answer your question. <laughs> Do you personally think you're a contender? I think I'm a seven percent contender. <laughs> All right, well, read. well, okay, well, so either you or Fantasy Pros then tell me who you think the favorite is right now in the G League. In our G League. The Dong League. Um, I I really, I'm pretty optimistic on Colin's team, especially 
with um, Landry going to be getting uh, a lot better quality targets. So now he's got a lot stronger wide receiver. I don't know. I think Collins should um, – I think he's the favorite, you know, wow. in my opinion. Well, there you have it. Reed's spreadsheet picks Colin um, as the best team, and Reed is the seven percent um, <laughs> with a seven percent chance to make the playoffs. Um, um, like I got a question for you. So, um, oh wow, all right, you're gonna do oh, wow, wow, all right. Okay. <laughs> um, you you suffered a loss this week, correct? Or? Yes, indeed. Very so, cool. how do you feel that pace pulled ahead of you in the standings? Um, you know, we're getting into power rankings here in a minute, but um, I'm not worried about that. Um, I still have confidence in the boys. Uh, you'll hear later. You'll hear in the show. Uh, you know, Sean is scared of my team. Plain and simple. Everyone's scared of my team, and everyone knows it. I'm sitting at 0 and 3, but um, you know, I can still make some noise. I'm I'm in a similar uh, boat that you're in, Reed. You know, we're you know we're in a we're in this boat that you know might have a hole in it. But uh, at the same time, we can repair that we hole. We can patch that up. We can patch up the hole, and we can float. And we can float for a while, and then you know maybe there's a seven percent chance that we float. But um, as long as a, a as a tsunami doesn't hit us, I think we're going to be okay. Yeah, it's good to hear. Pace told me that your uh, your conference is really competitive. You said the East is. Yes, the has always been more competitive than the 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 Eastern oh, wow. Conference in the Elite Ten has always been the superior conference, and it continues to be the superior conference this year. <laughs> um, and it's not particularly close. Without a doubt. Yep. All right. I would say five five of the six best teams are in the Eastern Conference. Interesting. Um, Reed, do you have anything else for us about the Dong League? No, no. I'm oh. glad you called. Caught me a little by surprise. I didn't know the topic of this call, but <laughs> yeah, we wanted to catch you off guard. Right. All right. Well, uh, Reed, thank you for coming on, um, taking some time out of your busy schedule down in Miami, living your your luxurious life. So uh, we really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thank you. So. All right. All right. And that was Reed Nearman. Um, what is his team name? Reed Nearman. His team name is Reed Nearman? <laughs> yeah, none of them changed their name. <laughs> so that, not even like Team Nearman. Um, so that, that was Reed Nearman, owner of Team Reed Nearman. Um, yeah, so, you know, Reed, uh, you know, he was a pretty good interview. What do you think, Pace? Yeah, you know, considering he had no idea he was coming on the show, I think he did a really good job. You know, he had some staff prepared for fantasy pros. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he pulls out the spreadsheet numbers. It's like, it's just vintage. Vintage read, not answering whether or not he personally thinks he can win. The computer telling him that, no, he can't. <laughs> that's, that's sad. Uh, I wonder, should have got some more Reddit information out of him if he like put his team on Reddit and see what the Reddit people said about it. <laughs> the Reddit people are just tearing him to shreds. <laughs> You hate to see it. All right, so uh, that was your Domino's Dongly Report presented by Domino's. Um, so let's move on to power rankings, Pace. Would you like me to start, Mike? Yeah, go for it. All right, so starting at number 10, we have, you guessed it, Liam. <laughs> uh, you know, Liam put in, as we said, Liam maybe reached the ceiling last week. 
to a good performance. Maybe I might give them up. But this is what he asked for. He chose Tank. He wants to be the worst team. Going to rank you as the worst team. This is how it is. Hmm. Ninth, we have Jared. Uh, you know, Jared's team, I still think it's rock solid. Like, <laughs> I like it. It's just, you can't have both your starting running back and your, and compete. You know, it's, it's rule number one in fantasy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Jared's number nine. I mean, when he gets healthy, he can turn things around. You know, he's still one and two. Uh, we'll see about that. Uh, eight, I have you, Mike. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you made some changes this week. You know, you've got a tough matchup again, but I think that you're a real shot this week. But I mean, until you get your guys showed on the field, mm-hmm. uh, I can't put you any higher than eight, unfortunately. you got to perform. Plain and simple. you got to perform. Uh, seven, I have Ryan. Um, you know, Ryan, I talked about him uh, the first show as a potential playoff. And I still believe that, you know, uh, he just had a rough go. Uh, last week, he just had the injury bug hurt him a bunch. And, you know, if he gets healthy, I think he's definitely going to be a force. Um, six, I have Chris. Uh, you know, Chris, I hold you to a higher standard since you claim to be the super team. And, you know, I look at your team. I see Keenan Allen. He's really been struggling. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, hasn't been as dominant. Uh, you could honestly argue that neither of them are the number one receiver on their team right now with the way Will, Will Fuller and Mike Evans are playing. So, um, not sure how, how that's going. Wait, you have Jimmy him at Graham. what number? Uh, six. Okay, where, and, and I'm just very curious to see where you, you put yourself. Can I finish my uh, analysis of Chris All right, Pace. You know what? Go for it. Go for it. Um, Jimmy Graham. Uh, it's just a middling tight end. Really nothing special, as I said. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, he had a great second half uh, last week. But um, as Reed said, uh, I think the Fitzmagic is gone. And then <laughs> after that, there's a real concern at quarterback for him. So uh, right now, I have him at six. Um, at five, I have myself. Um, he's in the up and up. We're, we're getting healthy. Christian McCaffrey asserted himself as a true RB1 last week. Um, and, um, look forward to the rest of the year. We still got some moves in store. We always do. And, uh, I think we're going to be there right, right up until the end of the year. Um, number four, I have Kevin. Uh, you know, Kevin's team, um, they came out win last week, but, um, you know, there's been some questions, you know, you're going to hear, um, Sean, oh shit. I'm not supposed to know that. <laughs> All right, well, in the pre-recorded Sean interview, uh, he has some comments about Kevin. There's been some questions about Kevin's team. He's still got all the talent in the world, but um, kind of like your team, Mike. I mean, they just got to show it on the field. Yep. Um, they haven't been as dominant as previously anticipated. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see see how Kevin's team does this week. Mm. Uh, number three, I have Pat making a huge jump in wow. the rankings. You know, um, I was skeptical about Pat's team. I feel like everybody was. But, I mean, now he's in a great spot. I mean, he's really deep. I mean, he's got maybe the, definitely the two best like the two best quarterback tandem in the league with Mahomes and Watson. I mean, now he's got Gurley, A.T., uh, Shady, and, you know, Sonny Michelle, who's coming into a starting role at running back. Mm-hmm. Receivers, Juju, Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, Marvin Jones. I mean, it's really it's pretty deep, yeah. Really deep, and I mean, if they keep performing, you know, he's going to be 
in there in the end with uh, these two top two teams in the league. Um, wow. Number two, Andrew. Wow. Long league. Um, you know, we had we saw maybe a championship preview last week against Sean. <laughs> the collusion bowl. Um, Andrew came up a little bit short, but I mean, I like his team. Um, Mike Evans and Thielen, great duo at receiver. Uh, Zeke, you know, he left a little bit to desire, but he's still Zeke. I mean, he's going to turn it around. He's got Mark Ingram coming off a of suspension soon. Um, two solid quarterbacks. Jordan Reed at tight end. You know, I, I like Andrew's team. And um, at number one, I obviously have Sean. I mean, those points, 3-0. Um, He's rolling. He was rolling. Um, retired and award in his honor. Um, <laughs> and I mean, he's got, he got a challenge ahead this week with uh, Darnold playing QB against a reloaded Mike team. But, um, I mean, you can't put him anywhere else except number one right now. All right, Pace, thanks for that. Those uh, ridiculous power rankings. Thank you for that. Um, so at 10, I have Liam, everyone knows it, um, that he is, he should be 10 right now, and he is. Um, number nine, I got Jared, um, moves up one spot, um, he's just got to get healthy, plain and simple. Pace, I have you at eight. Pace, you are the eighth best team in the league. I'd like you to explain that. All right, Pace, well, first off, you're one and two. You have one win, so don't act like you you know you put yourself fifth ahead of Chris when you have one win. First of all, second off, look at look at your players, and you're telling me your team is better than Chris's. Royce Freeman, yeah. Matt Breida, and Christian McCaffrey's your running back core. That goes against Chris's of Alvin Kamara, Melvin Gordon, Lamar Miller. Yeah. Now let's move to wide receiver. Julio Jones, Tyler Lockett, and may, and then once Edelman gets off suspension and Larry Fitz, Larry Fitz on the worst offense in the league, that's not very encouraging. Versus versus Chris's wide receivers of Keenan Allen, DeAndre Hopkins, who have not even performed up to the level that they're capable of. I mean, and you you say they're not even the the best, the top two on their the top receivers on their team, which is just blasphemous. Because one week Will Fuller outscores him and Mike Williams has a great game. Keenan Allen and DeAndre Hopkins are two premier wide receivers in the league that Chris has not even hit his ceiling yet. Not even close. And once he does, I mean, his roster top to bottom is just better than yours. And it's pretty plain and simple. Um, uh, do you want to address the rest of the positions, please? Quarterback and tight end? Yeah. Well, Chris has Ryan Fitzpatrick, who is the top scoring quarterback in the league. Um... And he can, and there's also plenty of options out on the out on the waiver wire. Um, at tight end, I don't love Jimmy Graham for him. I I, I mean, you obviously haven't beat there with Zach Ertz, um, but but his running back and receivers are just just so much better than yours, and it, it's really not even close. Um, so that's what I'm going to say about your team. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some there's some potential there, but I don't think I don't know how you can put yourself fifth right now. Um, so I'm seventh. Yeah, my team's seventh. Why are you seventh? Well, because my team's better than yours. You score the least amount of points in the league. Okay, Pace. My team is better than yours. Carry on on Johnson, emerging. Emerging? Emerging. He had 100 yards last week. He's going to be a workhorse. He had 100 yards last week. He's clearly the best back in Detroit. 
You got James Conner, who's a stud RB1, week in, week out. They trade Le'Veon Bell. Give me another RB1 with Le'Veon Bell wherever he goes. Chris Carson picked up off the waiver wire this week. Starting running back. Dalvin Cook, RB1. Like, being the starting running back on the Lions or the Seahawks is like being the tallest midget oh, in the circus, all right? No one cares. Get out of here, Pace. The, 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 the Detroit Lions have a good run game when Carrion Johnson runs the ball. His yards per the carry Lions. is outrageous right now. My running backs are look great. The wide receivers, T.Y. Hilton, Demarius Thomas, yeah, we're not great there. We got Corey Davis, Randall Cobb. Uh, a couple of good rookies down there. Nelson Aguilar, who's usually solid. Um, and Keelan Cole on the bench. That's a solid core after because I had to drop Rex Burkhead for injury. So I think my team's looking solid. Oh, and by the way, I have the best tight end in the league still. Rob Gronkowski hasn't performed yet. So there you go. That's why I'm seven pace. Um, That's the key word. He hasn't performed yet. He hasn't. Would you, would you not take Rob Gronkowski on your team? Do you not want him? Well, no, I didn't say that, but I'm just saying he hasn't performed yet. No, he hasn't. No, no, no my team just hasn't performed yet. But you so can't... you're ranking yourself. You're ranking yourself off things that have not happened yet. I've seen I've seen good performances from some players, and who who are going to only get better. And I just think my roster is better than yours. So that's... Right, Mike, well, I'll see you week five. <laughs> I will see you week five. Number six, I have Ryan. Um, Ryan, uh, I mean, his team's alright. Um, he had a rough week last week, but, uh, not too bad. Uh, number five, I got Pat. He's getting better. Um, I just can't put him into that upper tier. I, I, my, my top four are kind of, maybe Pat's in that tier too at the end, uh, with number five, but I think the top four, um, are really solid. Andrew's at number four, um, who's just putting up great weeks week in and week out, and, uh, we gotta throw him some recognition. Number three, I have uh, Sean McGonigal, um, who retired the DraftKings Team of the Week award. Uh, I love Sean's team, don't get me wrong, but uh, I have Chris at number two, just for the reasons that I already explained. Uh, he has a great team, great running backs, great receivers, who have not even hit their ceiling yet, so he's only going to get better. And then I can't move Kevin down yet. He, if he keeps scoring 100 points a week, I'm not going to move him from the number one spot. That's my power. Sean at three. He's bold. Yeah. Especially, yeah, we just had him on the show today. He was a great guest, and you're just going to disrespect him like that. Well, I, I thought we were having him but, on now. No, I think we already We already that. did? He, he's, already been, he's already been on. So he's already been on. So so should I do the intro now for him? Well, yeah, you still have to give him the intro. All right, but, so I'll just do the intro now. How about that? Yeah, yeah, just do the intro. All right, and uh, joining us now is going to be Sean McGonigal on the fr- Subway Fresh Take Hotline. Sean has gotten off to a blazing hot start at 3-0, and most points scored in the league. And we're going to have him on to talk about his team and his championship aspirations. Uh, so let's give Sean a call. All right, that's All right, and joining us today on the Subway Fresh Take Hotline, we have Sean McGonigal coming on, owner of Lord Fardquad. Sean, how you doing? You know, Mike, I'm doing all right. Not too bad. You know, three knows, not, not bad at all. You know, I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, we had we had a slight technical difficulty. We actually already interviewed Sean, and that was lost. Uh, take my word for it, though. It was a great interview. It was it was really good. So hopefully, we can we can just do it again. Yeah, yeah I hope so too. You're not happy with this interview? Hey, hey, uh, fuck things up all the time. Wait, am I allowed to curse? 
Um, I mean, yeah, we try no. to we try to keep it a little family friendly, you know, just in case uh, some listeners, you know, their kids might listen. But uh, you know, it's, it's all right if you slip up here and there. We're not going to do a third take, so we'll <laughs> you. all right, all right, all right. So all right. it's not my fault that it messed up. All right. It was who else's fault with D Pace? Um, the Audacity software's fault. Well, Pace was probably Pace was probably Adobe hammered software. or something, and he bumped into something. That's what I'm going to assume happened. Um, like, like you're the one recording, man. All right, so uh, Sean, uh, let's get into this. Uh, yeah. Sean, you had a great win last week. Uh, really exciting matchup against uh, Andrew, I believe. Um, just edged it out to improve to three and zero. The top team in the league right now. Do you think you're the team to beat? You know, well, let me speak a little bit about the game beforehand. Uh, I think it was a great game. Came down to the wire. Me and Andrew, it being the collusion bowl, tried as hard as we could to tie the game, and we did come very close. You know, it was like what a point difference, point point one. I don't it was know. One point one. One point one. We tried our hardest, couldn't do it, but you know, at least I won. Thank God. Uh, I do think I am the team to beat, considering I am undefeated and no one else is. I think that's pretty simple as it is. Uh, anything else? Nope. Good. <laughs> <laughs> set very low for Sam Darnold this week. Um, so why, why I then are you... I think that's a high bar right there. <laughs> Just to not get killed. Jacksonville's pretty good. Uh, so why then are, is he in your starting lineup then? <laughs> well, because I don't want to cut him. Fair. Because I do have the option. I, if I do want to keep him, mm-hmm. I can. But, sure. you know, I don't want to have to pick up another one of those scrub quarterbacks that are on the... Uh, the waiver wire or the free agent market. So I'm just going to roll with Sam Donald. Hopefully he does well. If not, then, you know, we'll reassess and we'll move forward. All right. Pace, Pace, what else you got? What, what did we ask the first time around? God damn it, Pace. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Pace, you're wasting my time right now. This is valuable time you're wasting. Um... You, you, I'm, supposed be out, I'm supposed to be out grinding, all right? You, I, I, you, this shit's you, supposed to go. So what Pace, asked, what Pace asked him in the original interview uh, was if it was something along the lines of um, if Sean's players take notice of Sean's grind that he puts on up in North Philadelphia and oh, yeah, they yeah. use that as that, that um, like, that an inspiration for them to play well for their owner. Yes, absolutely. They 100% look after me as I grind. And they, you know, they see it as I'm setting an example. They have to follow that example because I am their fearless leader. <laughs> so therefore, that that is the reason I'm free now because I am continuously grinding. He's he's a real no no nonsense type of guy. 
Um, people have compared yes, no nonsense. people have compared Sean's uh, coaching uh, style to one um, Bill Ludlow. Um, so you know, just just really just get, goes in there and gets that. the job done. Yeah, you know, no nonsense. Go get the job done. Yep, that, summarize that. it perfectly, Mike. Yep, there you go. There you go. It's it's pretty simple. Um, so I, Sean, do you have anything else you would like to say? Any takes on the league? Oh, I forgot to mention that you uh, you retired DraftKings team of the league. Oh yeah, we did forget to say that. Oh this. my god! So, oh, thank you. so Sean was the DraftKings team of the week for the first two weeks. Um, however, we are retiring that award. Um, so Sean will forever be the only DraftKings team of the week, um, partly because they never paid us any sponsorship money, but also because we just want to honor what Sean did in those first two weeks. Um, which is some really great yes, stuff. Yes, I appreciate it. And we'll be, we will be renaming the award the, uh, Pit Stop, uh, team of the week, I believe. Yes, Pit Stop Pizza and Steaks of Media Pennsylvania team of the week. Yeah, but just to clarify, there was no award winner for the week three game. Yeah. Uh, no yeah. one won. Yeah. Whoever scores the most amount of points, I'm not even really sure who it was. <laughs> they did not win any type of an award. Yeah. Just, just so we're clear. I was close. Me and Andrew were close, but yeah. uh, I don't know who, someone finished ahead of somebody, us. Somebody won, but I, I just, it's escaping me right now. It was right probably by someone, but uh, I'm not sure who. Yeah. All right. Was it Jared? Rock solid Jared? I don't believe Jared it was, was not rock very solid. rock solid last week. But, uh, <laughs> Sean, do you have any other takes? Jared's take? got some, one rock solid team, man. Rock solid. <laughs> Sean's a big fan of Jared's That's team. That's all I got. Wow. That's all I got. All right. I want to mention uh, anything you mentioned at the end of the last interview? <laughs> uh, nah, you know, I regret saying that. I regret saying it. All, all right. right. Well, then you don't have to repeat it. You don't have to repeat it. So that part is deleted. Um, <laughs> we, you guys will never find out what Sean said at the last interview. Some very controversial things. It will things. be a mystery. Very controversial things. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, Kevin's team, I believe, is overrated, even though he is battling a few injuries. Uh, Kevin's team, I believe, is overrated. All right. And that, that is my final and that, comment. And that was it. So, um, uh, Sean, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. I know you're busy uh, grinding up there um, in North Philadelphia, day in and day out, sunset to sunrise. Um, so I just really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to, to come join us. Yeah, thank you for having me. I, I, although you guys didn't have me late for class, uh, <laughs> I'm forever grateful to be here. All right. You know, and I'm willing to miss class for uh, this podcast. So, you know, wow. have a good one. You love to see the dedication. Thanks, thank you, Sean. Appreciate it, buddy. All right. Have a good one, guys. Fuck you, Pace. <laughs> All right. And that yeah. was Sean McGonigal, owner of Lord Farquaad, coming on the podcast. Um, just a really good interview. I think the first one was better. But uh, I guess that one will do as well. Yeah, you know, Sean had a little bit more fire in that first interview. Um, he was obviously a little frustrated. We took him away from his grind. Uh, he was on his way to class, and we had to interrupt him again. But, uh, you know, I'm, I really appreciate him coming on. Um, let's go. Are we just doing picks for next week now, and that's it? Um, yeah. All right. Uh, so, you can start us off. Paces blazing five. I'm going to start off with the 1 o'clock game. Um, Big Bad Wolves versus Rumpelstiltskin. Uh, currently, Ryan is a 
two-point favorite. Wow. He obviously has not set his lineup, though. He still has Corey Clement and Philip Lindsay starting rather than Leonard Fournette and JHI. <laughs> so Ryan will be a bigger favorite, um, and I'm still going to take him. Um, I mean, Jared has Deion Lewis and Alfred Morris currently at the running back position. I mean, when he gets his guys healthy, it'll be a different story. But for now, i got to take Ryan. Mike? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm right there with you, Pace. Uh, something we agree on here. Uh, I'll take Ryan once, if given he sets his lineup. Hopefully he does. Ryan, if you're listening, set your line. <laughs> um, the other 1 p.m. game, uh, Don Lee versus Goodell's Convicts. Currently, I'm a 2.6 point favorite. Uh, Andrew does not have a tight end in, though. That's a problem. <laughs> Andrew, also, please set your lineup. Um,. And, you know, I'm going to take Andrew. I mean, this week is a rough week. Uh, we're still missing guys on suspension. Uh, we'll see how Larry Fitz does with the new quarterback. I'm not really sure. And Christian McCaffrey's on a bye. So, I mean, this could be a really a boomer bust week for my team. I think Andrew's got a solid lineup. I told you he's the number two team in the league, in my opinion. And, you know, I think he beats me fair and square. All right. Uh, I'm going to agree with you there. I also have Andrew. Uh, the emergence of Mike Williams is really big for him. If he can keep that up, that looks like a great pick. And uh, he's a keeper for him still. So it's great for him, and I take Andrew. Um, the 425 game um, on CBS, not America's Game of the Week, is um, I Suck a Fantasy versus Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, two, you know, consensus top five teams between us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is a big week for Pat to make a statement for both yes, teams, actually, for sure. you know, with some people coming at Kevin's team. Um, it's a big week for both of them to prove where exactly they are in the league. Mm-hmm. And But um, I think that I'm going to take Kevin this week. Mm-hmm. Just looking at the matchups, I mean, Todd Gurley, some tough sledding against the Minnesota defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're a lot better than they showed against the Bills. All right, Bounce back performance for them. He's trusting Sony Michelle. I mean, I like Sony. I think he's got a bright future. Not sure if he's ready yet. So we'll see. I think Kevin's just got the safer lineup, and I, I trust him more this for this week. Yeah, I, I agree with it. Once again, I agree with everything you said, Pace. Uh, this is a, I think this is a big week. Both of these teams have something to prove. Pats wants to prove that he can play with play ball with the big boys here, and uh, Kevin wants to wants to uh, prove that you know he should be the top team in the league. Um, so this is a big one and I'm going to take Kevin as well. So the other 425 matchup, America's game of the week, uh, got to put the number one team in the league on national television at 425 slot. So we have Lord Farquaad versus Stinky Mike and the boys. Um, you know, Mike, I'm going to take you to get your first win. Hey, there we go. Pace. Love it. Um, Love it. It's really not, it's more. Um, about my confidence level in Sam Darnold, I could see him putting up a single-digit performance this week, um, which really can't help your chances. And, you know, Andy Dalton, I don't, I don't love him, but, I mean, against Atlanta, you know, put up, I'm going to say that Andy Dalton puts up double the amount of points that Sam Darnold does, and that's the difference in the game. Yeah, uh, and that's why I picked uh, Andy Dalton up off of waivers this week against a great matchup against Atlanta. Um, I'm going to take myself as well. I mean, you can trash talk my team all you want during the power ranking space. I appreciate you picking them, but uh, nonetheless, I have the second most uh, projected points in the league. So uh, I'm going to take my team to get our first win. I'm going to bet, bet on myself every week until we win. And finally, in the primetime game, 
Sunday night football. Um, Chris's team. <laughs> Who is Colin Butt? Not, not going to say his name. Colin is a family-friendly program. First Trump Scout stops. Um, really, you know, when I'm the one scheduling these games, I pretty much just put this as game of the week because I want to see Liam get embarrassed on national TV. <laughs> <laughs> that is what's going to happen. Um, you know, I, I talk smack on Chris's team, but it's, it's clearly better than Liam's, and this is going to be close. Mike? Yeah, um, I was wondering why you why this was scheduled for the Sunday night matchup. Uh, Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels are going to have a horrible time calling this game. Um, it's going to be it's going to be tough to watch. Um, Liam, I I just don't see how he can win, um, and I think Chris rolls in this one. Yeah, so a really important week this week. Um, Honestly, you know, me and Mike agree in pretty much every game. Yeah, I think uh, we did in, in all of them. But um, really, many of the games go either way, except that last one. So um, <laughs> it's going to be a competitive week. So um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, again, Pace, uh, I agree with that. Um, I think it's an important week for the league, for my team especially. Looking to get in the win column there. Um, and for the Dong League, um, you know, we love the Dong League and everything, you know, the intensity they bring to our league. And they, they only make us better. And uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, we might we might disagree about some things. But uh, football is family. And um, I'm happy to do this podcast with you, Pace. Yeah, same here, Mike. <laughs> My pleasure. All right. Uh, so do we have any sponsorships that we forgot to get to? Um, no, we actually pulled our sponsors because they have not been giving us actual money. Uh, maybe we were shooting a little bit out of our range on <laughs> some big time names. Um, so if anyone owns a local small business and would be interested in sponsoring a podcast about fancy football league, please let us know. Call the Elite 10 hotline. Hotline. <laughs> 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 um, uh, Pace, uh, actually, I have some stats. Uh, last week, we had 27 listens on the podcast. Um, pretty solid number, wow, honestly. That's, that's more than, than both leagues. <laughs> Considering there's that. 10 in each league, uh, we, we got some fans out there. So, uh, you know. There's some value here. You know, invest in a growing program. Yeah. Buy uh, low. We buy low. Pizza <laughs> coming in. So, um, anyone else? Yeah. Uh, maybe we can get uh, Widener University Landscaping on board. <laughs> Um, let us know, guys. How do we advertise Widener University's <laughs> landscaping? Uh, I don't know, maybe just Widener University in general? Yeah, maybe just Widener. Okay, how about that? Widener, if you're or listening. landscaping, if you, uh, I, I guess. The big, part of, the big part of their campus. How about Oasis? Could you pull some strings there? You still got an ear? Uh, not anymore. No. <laughs> that ended ugly. Thanks. Um, all right. I think we're done for the day. I gotta, I gotta get out of here. Um, I know you got some tests to study for, so uh, hopefully this was a good study break for you to talk some fantasy. Yeah, yeah. So um, big week this week, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. All right, sounds good. Uh, this has been the State of the Bank podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Enjoy week four. Cue the outro. Pace, what's the outro this week? Um, <laughs> the outro this week is um, 
High by Young Thug featuring Elton John. Alrighty. Hey, we coming at you with some brand new Lil Uzi Vert. This is New Paddock coming at you live on 98.9 Power 99. 21 to party 18 to drink.